Welcome to Sweatpants and Coffee Stains, a podcast dedicated to embracing the mess behind the success of female leaders. I'm your host, Sarah LeFevers, and I'm excited that you've joined our community of fearless women who aren't afraid to embrace the messy parts of life in order to grow together and to become the best possible leaders that we can be for ourselves and for our followers. So get cozy, grab a cup of coffee, and let's get messy as we dive into this next episode. Good morning, Priscilla. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Sarah. I'm so excited to be here with my coffee, tea, and everything else. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Hopefully you're um, cozied up next to your microphone. Um, Definitely um, the environment in which we like to be uh, here on this podcast. So um, I'm excited to dive in with you on Messy Ministry. And you are someone that I've always admired from afar. And then Mm. as we've developed a relationship um, personally, um, about just your heart that you have for people and for ministry. So tell us a little bit about when you were called to minister. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much there again. I'm just honored just to be on your podcast this morning. But yeah, um, so I'm going to dive right into it. Um, I started outreach ministry at a really young age. Um, My mother and father, um, they would do crusades around Pensacola, Florida. And I was five years old and I used to sing Jesus Loves Me. (laughs) Um, And my parents was just such a inspiration and just show the heart of God. Mm. And as I got older, I didn't really know what to do. You know, you're a teenager. You're like, wow, you know, um, you know, what's next in life? And so when I turned 18, I actually started my own outreach, which is called PCS Outreach. Um, It was so needed in the community. We had a lot of young people that were confused about life, you know, um, Mm. their next steps, um, what their purpose was. And I just felt like I could be a bridge for that, you know, Um, and it, 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 it bothered me a lot um, because I heard people saying, well, this child or this person is doing this, 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 and that, you know, oh, you know, they're, you know, saying all the things they're doing wrong and the things that they should be doing, but there was no action behind it. Mm. So my heart was like, Lord, you know, I'm not going to be the person that gossip. I'm going to do something about it. Mm. And so at 18, I just dived right into ministry and I haven't looked back since. I think. First of all, that's awesome, especially at the age of 18, to be so focused on others. Um, I think at 18, I was like completely focused on myself. What's my next steps? What are my next moves? And so to have the heart where you truly are focused on other people is just a huge testament to you and to your parents, which just so everybody knows, I absolutely adore your mother. (laughs) She is one of the most godly, sweet ladies I think I've ever met. Um, So she is just such a, such a huge blessing. But I think that that's awesome point um, that you bring up too, about how in ministry, especially it's a lot of words, right? So you hear a lot about people in ministry talk about how, you know, we're supposed to love people and Mm -hmm. we're supposed to do for other people. But what does that actually mean when you break it down into day to day? And so how are you putting arms and legs to your love? And so tell us a little bit about what ministry um, you you started doing with PCS um, Outreach. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's a few. I'm just going to touch on just a few of them because um, there was quite a few, actually. But um, yeah, so the few that really touched my heart is Wait to Marriage Girls Club. Um, mm. I started that when it was a mentorship girls club for um, just children in the community. Um, it was so important for them to see a positive figure. Um, I personally, um, and, and I'm going to break down weight to marriage. Weight to marriage talks about abstinence um, and also talks about, you know, um, basically waiting, not only for your husband, but waiting for a lot of things, dating. I mean, just a lot of stuff. Um, and I also was a virgin. So it was really easy for me to explain to the girls, you know, mm -hmm. how to keep yourself um, what traps to not, um, you know, fall in. Um, and, and it has actually helped me um, have accountable partners. You know, I was a virgin to 30, um, 31. Um, and my girls helped me. I know they always say, I love you, Miss Priscilla, but it's only God that helped me, you know, in the mentorship program, because it is a lot of work with teen girls. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we, we had the opportunity to um, really mentor over 40 girls. Wow. Um, we started with just two girls that came, but with the dedication Every Friday, my father was my bodyguard. <laughs> he mm -hmm. will he will go with me every Friday, and for ten years, my father would go with me and just stand out there because we was in different, um, you know, low income areas, mm -hmm. and um, he would stand out there, and I would go in there every Friday. I don't care if it was one girl or two. I would go out there and just talk about the love of Christ. Um, mm -hmm. And it was so amazing because when it went from two, it went from 40 within two weeks. And mm -hmm. I was giving God all the glory because the girls right now, a lot of them are in college. A lot of them are married until this day. Um, so that one, Wait to Marriage, is a big old um, influence in my life till today. Um, the second ministry I want to talk about is toys. Um, we do a toy giveaway. So every year for my birthday, instead of me receiving toys, I love to get toys for inner city children in the community and also mm -hmm. families. Um, so it is amazing because, again, we get the opportunity to show the love of God. And that's all I want to do. I don't have like a long like, oh, my goodness, this is my bio. I do this, this, that. It's just mine is simple. I want to show the love of God everywhere I go so they'll yeah. know who the God I serve. So That's awesome. um, it's, yeah, so I get emotional when I think about the girls, but anyway, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really just grateful that God just would even choose me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm humble. Like, Laura, you choose me, little me, you know, to do these things. But a lot of times we have to be obedience because obedience is better than sacrifice. So That's yeah. so true. Well, th thank you for sharing your heart about that. And I, yeah. again, am so impressed with, um, just the level of ownership over, I mean, the fact that you and your father every Friday night for 10 years, that consistency in that ministry where I'm sure there were times where you're like, you know what, these girls be crazy. There's no way that they're listening to me or that they're going to follow through with this. It seems like, especially in today's culture, waiting to marriage is just not the norm, right? Yeah. And yeah. so- it is um, no easy task to convince girls that they are worthy mm. of being loved to the level of what what the beauty of the formula that God's created, right? That Amen. that they can they can keep that for one person to be cherished and loved for you know the rest of their lives. And so it's hard to co to convince girls that 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 
that that works, right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about maybe some of the messier conversations or um, mentor mentor um, opportunities that you had where maybe you just felt like this was just too much or that it wasn't maybe making a difference to, you know, the way that you felt like it, you, you could, hold on just a second. Are you okay? This is mentor, this is mentor's my teacher at school. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, thank you, baby. Yep. We're ta- I'm talking to a mentor. That's right. Okay. Can you go back downstairs? I'll be right there. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You're okay. It's so amazing how kids just look, listen, you know, it's like it, it is. so much. Um, but yeah, to your question, um, the messier part of ministry, I mean, there mm-hmm. is some times that you don't want to go. Um, and, and I'm just being transparent because you have yeah. your own life, right? And right. you have so much to do <laughs> in your own life. You know, I have a husband, I have, I have animals, I have you know, family. Um, but there is also a balance that I'm still learning. Um, more of the messier, I guess I wouldn't say messy per se, but the harder situations I had to deal with is, um, talking to my girls about sex, you know, um, that was really hard because in their homes, not all of them, but some of their homes, um, getting pregnant was, you know, it was about staying in the system. If you got pregnant, you know, and a lot of uh, some of the parents, I want to say a lot, but some parents actually cultivated that, you know, if you get married, well, if you get pregnant without getting married, look at all these benefits that you receive, you know, look at all of these things that you can profit, look at all these things you can gain. And I had to live it out in front of them and say, listen, look, I, I love God. I'm a virgin. I'm not married yet. I still stay with my parents. Mm. Um, at that time, um, you know, I had to show them like this is an example of what God wants us to be. Um, and once I started to not just just tell them what to do or tell them who they should be, I had to show them with my life, you know. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty hard because they're like, "Well, that's my mother. I'm listening to my mother, and not you, Miss Priscilla." <laughs> You know, my mother birthed me, but I think once you start to spend time, you know, and make yourself Mm -hmm. available, I don't care what you have to do. My girls would call me two and three o'clock in the morning. I would answer, you know, whatever they needed, questions they had, I had to explain it to them. And I believe that's what helped me reach their hearts is to let them know that, you know, I'm a human too. I have desires. You know, but let me tell you how to cope with these things so that you can receive all of the blessings that God want, has for you. And yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the one conversation and there's many others, but um, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I Just showing up for them, right? Yes. That's, that's great. And I um, just so much respect for you and for your ministry. So thank you for doing that because, I mean, a ministry like that has so many residual effects on our society. Right. So, um, just, you know, keeping girls, um, safe and, um, allowing them to pursue opportunities and school and education and all of those things. There's so many residual effects of a ministry like that. So thank you, um, for, for offering that. And then talk a little bit more about, um, now you've got your own business, Yes. Among other things. So tell us a little bit about your business and all the things that you're doing uh, currently. 
Yes. Well, um, the business part, I started with Inner Beauty by GS, which you were a part of, Sarah. So thank you so much. Um, (laughs) So we started a fashion show with Inner Beauty to mm-hmm. talk about modest clothing, also to t- let women, not just girls, but women as well, know that your beauty is from within. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to, um, you know, basically broadcast, um, you know, beauty is not just outer. It is definitely within the person, how you treat people, how you respect yourself, how you are behind closed doors, you know, that really matters as well. And so I started that it was dedicated to my mother because my mother loves everyone. You hear me? I mean, she will hug hug a teddy bear and just make the teddy bear feel love. Like she loves everyone. (laughs) And so um, I named it after her. So it's called Inner Beauty by GS, which is her name, Geraldine Sapp. Um, And from there, the clothing, I started a skincare line, which is called Skin and Glory Sweet Treats. Mm -hmm. Um, Skin and Glory Sweet Treats is all organic um, products we home make, we whip together for you. Everything smells like a treat. Our sweet treat, I would say. It smells like strawberry. It smells like cotton candy. Yum. Everything <laughs> smells yummy, but it's not for you to, to consume. It's actually for you to put on your body. Because, you know, people don't understand that our skin is our largest organ, you know, mm-hmm. and we should take care of it. Don't just take care of it when you're young, but take care of it while you're, you know, where you're getting older. And also, you know, our temple, you know, our temple is yeah. God. So we should take care of it. So, um, yeah, so I started that um, a year and a half, almost, well, actually two years now. Thank you, Lord. Has it been two years? It's wow. Been two years, yeah. And I went to esthetician school, so I do have a certificate in skincare. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's just everything is working for God's good. I just want to, you know, share my knowledge, share what God has put in my heart, and I just want to share with the community. I love that. Well, you are definitely shining your light very bright in the Pensacola community. (laughs) And I love that no matter what you're doing, whether it's starting a business or reaching out to kids in the community, you're, you're doing all of it for the glory of God and not for for yourself. Um, But God is using you in, in, in incredible ways. And so it's just really awesome to watch, um, watch that, um, Thank you, Sarah. Because it's it's just it's rare, right? It's not something that that is genuinely um, done. I feel like much anymore because it's it's so hard when you're doing so much in the community to not let that go to your head yeah. or um, to let that change your outlook or maybe even your approach. And so I really appreciate that you've you've kept to that um, motivation of yours and have been dedicated to your motivation of just giving everything to the glory of God and letting him be seen um, through, through the works that you're doing. And so um, talk a little bit about um, work-life balance. Um, How have you maybe been successful in that? Or maybe what are some of the struggles that you have with balancing all of this ministry, but then also taking care of yourself and being at home and and those things. Because I think a lot of women, especially women who are go-getters and involved in the community, it's hard for us to balance that. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. um, Until this day, I still have a challenge, you know, (laughs) with, oh my goodness, cooking dinner. Thank God my husband, Chef Mr. Willie C. as we call him Yes. All right, Willie. (laughs) So shout out to my husband. Um, but yes, he um, he does the cooking, so he's helping me balance that. So I'm so grateful. Um, but yeah, with everything else, um, I, I have to say no to a lot of things. Sure. 
And that is so difficult because when I see a need, I want to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when I see um, something is lacking, I want to go for it, you know, and I want to do it in in God because we serve a big God. We don't serve a little God. We serve a big Mm -hmm. God. So everything we do in God's name, in Jesus name, it should be excellent. So every time I see something, oh, this needs to do this. Oh, I need to do this. And it is hard for me to say no, but no has been so amazing in my life. Um, It has definitely helped me balance. And I have learned the hard way that everything good you shouldn't do. You know what I mean? Everything good is not something you should jump into. Right. And everything good is not always God. (laughs) Yeah. So, so I had to learn that, but, but by reminding myself on a daily that everything is not something that Priscilla has to do. You're not God. You can't just do everything. Give other people, um, you know, um, space to do what God called them to do as well. It definitely Mm -hmm. humbles me and keep me on the right path, you know? Um, and another thing I do for myself, um, um, Sarah, I actually put an alarm on my phone, um, for an hour and a half. I don't answer calls. I don't answer any text messages is all about God for that whole hour and a half. Um, because I have to, it's sad. You have to remind yourself But with what we got going on with ministry, you know, the political aspects of stuff It's so hard to not be in everything. So I have to put myself a reminder, like I'm going to work in the morning at six. I have to remind myself, Priscilla, you need some self love right now. And it it is so vital and it's necessary so that we can continue to operate in, in what God wants us to do. Yeah, that's so good. Um, a couple things there. First of all, you're so right as far as not everything that is good is for you or of God. Um, I go back a couple months ago to a conversation I had with one of my mentors. Um, and we were sitting there at a coffee shop and she looked at me and she said, Sarah, not every, she said, if you do good, that is not meant for you. You are sinning. And I was like, what? Mm. And as we, she kind of unraveled what she meant by that, it just like, I've not been convicted like that for a while. Like I was like, I got to go drive to church and get to the altar. Like it was very convicting because what she meant was there is so much good out that you could be doing, but there is one, maybe two things that God's called you to in this life. And Satan knows that, and he can use other things that are seemingly good, yes. especially with people that have personalities like you and I do, who want to do everything and want to do all the, all the good that we can yes. to distract us from the one thing that God's called us to. Yes. And so if we fall, fall for that trap and we're out doing all the, all this good that's not meant for us, even though there might be some good that is a side effect of it. Mm-hmm. It's taking us away from the one thing that God wants us to accomplish. And and we know that through scripture is technically a sin. And that's just so hard to understand sometimes and accept. Yes. It's like, well, God, look at all the good I'm doing. It's like, yeah, but that was for so-and-so. That wasn't for you. So great yes. job thinking you knew better than I did. But <laughs> so that's so true. And it's so refreshing to hear you say that because I think, again, people that have personalities like us, it's it's very difficult. It's difficult to let other people show up in those moments and to not have our hands over that. But I think that that's when we have to understand that, okay, there's a lot of, a lot of areas for people to do good in this world. And there's only one of us. So like, let's let someone else show up here today. So that's a really good point. Yes, 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 yes. Um, And then the other thing is, so 
one thing that I've loved and admired about your relationship with your husband is you, you oftentimes see that in relationships, there's one extrovert and one introvert, right? And that mm-hmm. there's one person who's like all about doing all the things and one person who's like more at home and homebody or whatnot. Um, that's, that's my relationship with my husband, but with your, your relationship, your husband is also very involved in the community. So how do you guys show up for each other and make it work, um, in your, your separate ministries, but then administering together? Yes. Um, that's a good question, Sarah. No one has ever asked me that. Um, so actually me and my husband met when I was out doing the toys for kids ministry Mm -hmm. and he came and he, um, offered to buy over 200 gifts for the children. And that's how we kind of started to court (laughs) from that day on. I was like, who is this guy? Right. Um, yeah, (laughs) I've been waiting for you for 31, 30 years, you know, where, you know, are you from here? You know, (laughs) but anyways, (laughs) he, he, he showed up and he, um, he helped with, um, he, uh, helped with buying dinners for my white marriage girls and he surprised them with a limo. He did everything to catch my attention, Sarah. So he did, he did it. And Aww. now, um, we are still learning how to balance. My husband is a politician. Um, he has a lot going on himself. Um, we have to take moments and take trips and say, listen, you know, it's time for us to you know, think about us, not trying to be selfish, but we have to take trips and remind each other that we need to also build, (laughs) you know, and have communication um, and not just communicating about business or ministry. Um, My husband, he's been a supporter, a supporter of the things I do. He has to tell me sometimes like, babe, you know, just don't do this today, you know, and and, and I, it takes a, a lot for me to say, why not, you know, because <laughs> it has to be done. There's deadlines, yeah. but he understands if I'm gone for hours out of a day, mm-hmm. what I'm doing, he checks in, I check in with him. So really just keeping that open communication has really saved our marriage. Uh, without communication, I don't think we would have made it, you know, and that's just yeah. real about it, you know, yeah, but I'm keeping no. God the vocal point. Um, in praying together, that has definitely helped us um, tremendously. Um, it helped help us ground it, you know, um, with each other. So, um, yeah, so pretty much God and communication. Well, I appreciate yeah. that practical advice. It's uh, communication and marriage, man. That's a whole nother episode, right? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Well, Priscilla, I have so enjoyed um, talking to you about your ministry. And um, thank you again for coming on and sharing your heart with our listeners. Um, and before we we end uh, this time, which I think you and I could talk all day. Yes. Um, but before we end this time, a few bonus round questions for you. So obviously, Obviously, the one question I love to ask all of my guests, because this podcast is very much centered around coffee, um, is what is your favorite coffee drink? Oh, gosh. You can say all of them if you want. <laughs> Actually, Sarah, I have to say, can, okay, so this is my thing. Okay. I don't drink coffee. Okay. So I love tea because I'm a okay. singer, you know, yeah, with everything yeah. else. So they used to tell us, no, coffee isn't good for your voice, but tea is better. So I would drink coffee. So I would say um, ginger tea. If they had ginger coffee, I would drink that, right? Okay, okay. um, So more of the ginger family. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Interesting. So I didn't yeah. know that that was a thing. I didn't know that coffee was not good for your vocals. It's not the best. I would say anything, okay. a lot of stuff is not like if you consume a lot of anything, isn't good. Right. So right. I guess coffee is definitely one of those. <laughs> I, yeah. I get that. I get that. Well, that yeah. might be the reason why I don't sing. So <laughs> among the fact that God just did not bless me with that talent. But, um, okay. Awesome. Well, tell us who, if you could sit down with any female leader in history, um, either through FaceTime or having a tea, um, get together with them, who would it be? Michelle Obama. Okay. Because I love just everything about her. She's confident. Um, She means what she say. She put her foot down. I would love to just pick her mind, you know, about life and having a husband and just, just so much. So it would be Michelle Obama. (laughs) That, no, that's a good one. She, I've I've very much admired that about her, her boldness and her willingness to just say, this is the way things are going to be. And this is why. So, um, yeah, no, I, I can, I can definitely appreciate that. Um, tell us one thing or more than one that is still left on your bucket list. (sighs) That's a good one. Let's see. I just went to see one of my fa- uh, favorite singers, CC Winans. So that is crossed off now. Okay. Um, now, ooh, maybe going to Jamaica. Okay. Yeah. Can I go with you? Absolutely. We need okay, to do cool. a girl's <laughs> Absolutely. I would love to have you there. Uh, Okay, good. I I mean, I'm all about inviting myself on other people's vacations. So (laughs) awesome. Well, Priscilla, again, thank you so much for what you do in our community and for your ministry and for your heart. Please don't ever change or lose that um, about you because it is rare and it's so refreshing to have friends and ministry that um, see the community the way that you do and see people the way that you do. I currently reading Brene Brown's um, Dare to Lead. And one of the Mm. statements that I have highlighted in like five different colors is how she sees God in every face. And that helps Mm. her lead. Like her biggest leadership feat is that she sees the face of God when she looks at every single person and that helps her no matter the personality, no matter the background, um, the demographics, it helps her lead that person and truly love and serve that person. And I just think that's so good. And I think that that's, um, whether you know it or not, that's a trait that you have as well. Um, just seeing Mm. how you interact with people and love on people. So thank you for who you are and what you do. Oh, thank you, Sarah. And I have to give it, give you some encouragement back because you are phenomenal Um, anyone that's listening to this, everyone that's listening to this, Sarah is one of those people that will just make your heart smile every time you see her. So Sarah, I just want to thank you for all your dedication, all your hard work. Um, none of it goes unnoticed just so you are aware and Mm -hmm. I see what you're doing and girl, I'm so proud of you. I am so, so proud of you. And I want you to continue because what you are doing, a lot of people don't have the guts to do. (laughs) So I want to encourage you to continue to follow God and I will continue to pray for you and your family. And I love you to pieces. And that is just sincere. I really love you. (laughs) Well, thank you for that. That truly is encouraging. And I will take that with me throughout today. So thank you. You're welcome. All right. All right. You have a blessed day.
Well, that's it for today. Thank you again for joining us for Sweatpants and Coffee Stains. If you've enjoyed today's content, please follow us, share our podcast with a friend, invite a friend to listen with you. You can also follow us on social media at Simply Sharing Sarah on Instagram. Find out what content is coming your way and who the speakers are ahead of the podcast. You can also sign up for our content um, to be sent to you, our show notes and so forth at simplysharingsarah at gmail.com. Shoot me an email if you want to give any feedback about the podcast suggestions you have on guests or topics we would love to hear that as well until next time stay messy